0: Merry Christmas everybody and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me, it's me, the Santa Claus look-alike without the beard, your 177th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And on today's episode, we are going to be reading one of the best Christmas stories of all time, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, written by Dr. Seuss, this was a book that was made into two feature-length movies, One, um, well, one a 30-minute animation that was narrated and the Grinch was voiced by Boris Karloff and a movie featuring Jim Carrey as the Grinch with narration by Anthony Hopkins. I am neither Anthony Hopkins nor Boris Karloff, but today I will be reading the story of how the Grinch stole Christmas. Doing the voices as best I can, just hopefully giving you a little bit of cheer, and doing a little bit of commentary as I go along with this, simply because I love the original animated movie so much, and I'm going to give you just my little takes on the movie and the book as it goes along, and that's what this steps is going to be. I hope you enjoy it, so let's jump right in, grab your, your grand hooses and your bamboozles, and your whizzles, and your jizzles, and your dizzles. And let's jump in, and let's celebrate the true meaning of Christmas with the Grinch and all the Whos down in Whoville, and of course the dog, Max, as we now read How the Grinch Stole Christmas, written by the famous Dr. Seuss. <clears throat> Let me get in my zone. Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not the Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season now people don't ask why no one quite knows the reason if you watch the movie that Jim Carrey was in it was because he was adopted by some who's and basically they picked on him and they bullied him and made him hate hate Hooville, and and Christmas now if you watch the movie or if you read the story We're going to say that basically, I don't think that it's it's, he hated Christmas. I think he just hated the hooves because of the way that they were. But as you can tell, the story goes on. We're going to keep going. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be perhaps his shoes were too tight. Now, again, this is a children's book. But your shoes band too tight, is that going to make you hate Christmas? Uh, I don't really know. And besides, his shoes... In the cartoon and in the animation, weren't exactly. I mean, they didn't look like sh- hard shoes. like they were kind of flexible. So, maybe you know, if that's not the shoes you want, why do you have the shoes on? You know, just just little things. But I digress. But I think most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. That's a serious medical condition. You should probably get that checked out, homie. Because you might not have that long to live. Whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the Who's. The Who's. Uh, I know Dr. Seuss wrote it, but the Who's? I mean, I just, he uses the Who's in a lot of his stories. Horton hears a Who and stuff like that. So, I just wonder how he came up with this. Or maybe it was just he was there, hey, just call them Who's. Just call them Who's staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchly frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy now, hanging a mistletoe wreath. A mistletoe wreath? You kiss under the mistletoe, so why would you make a wreath out of it and hang it on the door? Unless you're hanging up high and that's your plan is to, to kiss under it that way. In which case, just disregard this whole last thing. And they're hanging their stockings! He snarled with a sneer. "'Tomorrow is Christmas! It's practically here!' I don't know why I gave him that voice, but I did it, so let's just roll with it. Then he growled, with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming, "'I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming!' "'I told you I'm not Boris Karloff. Get over it.' For tomorrow, he knew, all the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early, and they'd rush for their toys.' And then, oh, the noise, the noise, the noise, noise, noise. That's one thing he hated: the noise, 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 noise. Now, if you watch the uh, cartoon, they go into explaining a bunch of the toys, and he's got all these these crazy off-the-wall names and and rhyming names for the toys, and they're just the, the animation is cool and stuff. They see some of the toys don't look practical or safe. But, children's book, children's movie, you know, again. However, I think it's just a cool little thing when they did it. When they showed you some of the toys and they added to it to make this a 30-minute long cartoon, which then turned into an hour and a half movie. Anyway. Then the Who's, young and old, would sit down to feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast. So first they're very loud and very noisy. Then they sit down and they become gluttons. They just eat, 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 eat. Okay. They would feast on who pudding and where who roast beast. Now, considering all the people in Whoville are called Whos, who pudding and who roast beef, are they eating each other or are the the animals called Whos too? And if so, wouldn't they all be? The same species, if they were all called one thing. So, are they cannibals or not? I don't mean to turn this into a dark Christmas story. I'm just giving you a little, little something to think about on this, this, this cold Christmas day, which was something the Grits couldn't stand in the least. And then, they do something he liked least of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together. With Christmas bells ringing, and they stand hand in hand, and the whos would start singing, they'd sing and they sing, and they sing, 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 sing now there's one thing you've noticed through this is that it's he uses a lot of the same words, you know the noise, noise, the feast, feast feast, sing. Maybe he was just trying, you know, they're like, look, you got to have a certain number of words in this book for us to publish it. And he's like, okay, I'll call your bluff. And he just says a bunch of, you know, puts us a bunch of the same words. Technically, he's doing it. Now, also, the cartoon gave us probably one of the, the best Christmas songs that's not really a, a Christmas carol, and that is the Who's singing about Christmas, which you've, heard at the beginning of the podcast, and something that I just, it brings a warm memory to my heart, it brings something out in me from when I was a child, and watching this movie with my parents, and my brothers, and sisters, and everything, and just this, you know, it's just that warm nostalgic feeling that I love so much, because I really do truly love How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I love Christmas time, and that, that song right there is, it's like the Charlie Brown Christmas it just hits you something that that every year i have to hear and i have to be a part of you know it just when i was a child and all of that that just love of christmas that comes with it now back to the story and the more the grinch thought of this who christmas sing the more the grinch thought i must stop this whole thing why for 53 years i put up with this now I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. The cartoon has an iconic shot of the Grinch grin that comes when he gets this idea that looks kind of pervy. I'm just going to say it. It looks kind of... You know, it's meant to be... It's meant to be disturbing. It's meant to be... This, this look of his pure joy, but also terror that he's going to give. And I think it comes across if you've seen this, which I'm pretty sure most of you have. But he has an idea. What will it be? Let's find out right now. Shall we? Yeah, that's right. I can round two. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat as he made a quick Santa Claus, hat and a coat. And he chuckled and clucked. What a great Grinchy trick. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like Saint Nick. Eh, not really, you're green, you have no beard, you're not really fat and jolly, you just have a red shirt and a red hat with some cotton put on it, but hey, you know what, who am I, who am I? All I need is a reindeer, the Grinch looked around, but since reindeer was scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No. The Grinch simply said, if I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max, and he took some red thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. This poor dog is loyal to this this man who beats him who treats him wrong? Maybe he loves this dog. On the all in the right all through the year, I don't know. But here he ties this big horn to his head and forces him to pull this gigantic sleigh with him on it. One dog who's in the book and in the TV shows and in the movies are all portrayed to be a tiny, you know, medium-sized dog. This poor dog. Somebody needs to call the Humane Society or something because this is just ridiculous. So they don't have Humane Society in Whoville. Anyway, poor Max. Just saying. Then, he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh and hitched up old Max. Then the Grinch said, Get up I don't know if that was supposed to be giddy-up, but it said "gidap," G-I-D-D-A-P. And the sleigh started down towards the home where the Hoos lay a snooze in their town. So, he's going down to burglarize Everybody in the town. Everybody. Nobody safe from him. All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the whos were all dreaming, sweet dreams, without care. When he came to the first little house on the square, this is stop number one. The old Grinchy Claus hissed. We're calling him Grinchy Claus now, apparently because he put on this hat and this coat. And he climbed to the roof. Empty bags in the fist. Then he slid down the chimney. A rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, so could the Grinch. Why didn't he just go to the door or the window? I know you're, you're trying to do the whole Santa thing, but... I mean, what if you got stuck? Which, then you do actually get stuck. And then he unsticks himself, but... And he went down the most awkward way possible. Instead of going down feet first, or even taking a chance of going head first, he went down sideways. Feet all tangled up, crawling down and stuff. Just, I, I don't understand why you did it that way. Anyway. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue. Fireplace flue. A flow? Because this next part don't rhyme. Where all the who stockings all hung in a row these stockings, he grinned, are the first thing to go. Then he slithered and slunk, with a smile most unpleasant, around the whole room and took every present. pop guns and bicycles, roller skates and drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorns and plums. He stuffed them in bags, then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. So he took everything, and instead of, again, putting it out the door or putting it out the window, he threw it all up the chimney. How did he get all this up the chimney? What if all of it got stuck? How's he going to get back up? I mean, do the Who's just have incredible security systems on their houses or something? I mean, maybe maybe they have, maybe their ADTs on point. Who DT? Anyway, then he slunk to the icebox. What is slunk? How do you slunk to anything? Slink, maybe, but what's slunk? I, I don't know what slunk is. That 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 verb doesn't make any sense. He took the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out their icebox as quick as a flash, Why the Grinch even took the last can of Who hash. Now, are we talking hash like in potatoes and meat? Or are we talking hash about, you know, the little gunji gunji? Which, if you've seen some of these people and some of the ways they talk and some of the way they, they act, they might be on a little something, you know, just get a little puff, puff, give. I don't know why I said that in that accent. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I'll stuff up the tree. Putting the tree up the chimney. How did he get all this stuff up there? He must have some serious strength to throw this stuff. And the Grinch grabbed the tree and he started to shove when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove and he turned around fast and saw a small who, little Cindy Lou Who, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter who got out of bed for a cup of cold water. She stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why, why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? You liked that voice, didn't you? Yeah, I could do voiceover work. Get at me, people. But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet tot? He faked. Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And instead of asking, hey Santa, where's your beard? Hey Santa, why do you not look like Santa Claus? Hey Santa, why is everything in the house gone? She's two, but you know, she's just okay, I'll believe it. And his fib fooled the child, then he patted her head and got her a drink and sent her to bed. He's not a terrible guy, you see. The little girl wanted a drink of water, so what did he do? He patted her on the head and he got her a drink of water and he put her back in bed. Granted, he just stole everything in the house, but you know, I mean, he's not a terrible guy. He went to the chimney and stuffed up the tree. Then the last thing he took was the log for the fire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. On their walls, he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. You gotta be you gotta be a petty special kind of petty to take the mouse crumb. I mean in the cartoon he takes the mouse crumb. You gotta be a special kind of petty to take the crumb from the mouse. Okay? I mean I'm just saying. Then he did the same thing to the other who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other who's mouses. Now there's a iconic song that comes here. Where, you know, everybody knows that you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are an eel. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, it gets pretty dark. He's talking about arsenic sauces and sauerkraut sandwiches. I mean, it just, you know, it gets down there. It gets kind of dark. I'm just saying. Just listen to the words sometime. It was a quarter past dawn, and all the Whos stood abed, all the Whos still a-snooze, when he packed up his sled, packed it up with their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags and the tinsels, the trimmings, the trappings, three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet. He lives on Mount Crumpet. How can he be hateful if he lives on Mount Crumpet? He rode with his load to the tip top to dump it. He was going to get rid of all this stuff, like legitimately. Wasn't going to keep him for himself. You know, he kind of like Robin Hood, stole from the rich, but he wasn't going to give it to the poor, he was just going to get rid of it. Poo poo to the who's, he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up, I know. Just what they'll say. The mouths will hang open for a minute or two, and then the who's down in Whoville were all cry, boo, hoo. That's a noise, grins the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused, and he put a Grinch hand to his ear, which there is no ears there. If you look at him, he ain't got an ear. Anyway, so maybe it's nothing. Maybe he's just hearing silence. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow, It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry. Very. I see what you did there. I'm picking up what you're putting down. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes. Then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing. Without any presents at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came somehow or another. It came just the same. So basically they're saying that you don't need material stuff to have Christmas. Christmas is family. Christmas is friends. Christmas is being with the people you love. You don't need material possessions. Let that sink in in today's world. In today's society. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow. Get out of the snow and your feet won't be cold. Stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. His puzzler. Maybe that's his brain. Then the Grinch thought of something. He hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Again, if your heart's growing three sizes, that's not good. You should go to the doctor, because I'm pretty sure you're not going to make it now. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light. And he brought back the toys and the food and the feast. And he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. That's the end of the story. He goes down. He just stole everything from the Hoos. And I can understand Christmas not being about material possessions. But you think somebody in the town will be like, hey, wait a second. Something. Like, everybody here got robbed. Like, even if it's not just Christmas. He took everything. And none of them are upset. Now, that's a that's a very lovable town. They're willing to give anybody a chance then. And then he rides in with all the stuff on his sleigh and just throwing it around. And they're all excited. Yay! I didn't even mean around there. It just happened. That's just crazy. I mean, it, maybe it's just because of the world we live in, but, you know, this guy just robbed everybody in the city. Did it masterfully. Robbed everybody in the city of everything. Nobody said nothing. Nobody seen nothing. Then they come out, and they're like, oh, well, we got robbed, but you know what? We still got each other. And then he comes back with all this stuff, and they just accept him. They are some very, very, very forgiving people. And maybe that's the, th- maybe that's the whole moral of the story is, you know, Christmas isn't about material possessions. Christmas isn't about getting. Christmas is about being with family. Like I said, being with friends, being with people you love, and just enjoying the time of the year to be happy. Um I hope all of you have somebody to be with on Christmas, somebody to spend it with, friends, family, whatever. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed How the Grand Stole Christmas. I wanna thank everybody for listening. I want to say Merry Christmas to everybody from me here at the Nerdpool Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Nerdpool Pod. Follow me on Instagram at Nerdpool Podcast. I, I stream on Twitch now. Yes, I'm streaming now. I'm actually streaming. I'm on Twitch. Follow me at Nerdpool Gaming. You'll see me pop up. And again, I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas. I hope everybody just enjoys it and enjoys this wonderful time of the year because it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for listening. And again, Merry Christmas from everybody here at the Nerd Pool Podcast. So until next time, that's Nerd Pool. See ya!